I can make it rather, rather much smaller and still see your ass and your face. Attention visitors of the left floor. This audio presentation of Three Sheets to the Mouse may contain adult subject matter and is recommended for an audience that is mature, even if the hosts are not. I am now obligated to thank you for your attendance and encouraged to instruct you to enjoy your time on the MILF? Who wrote that? Wazowski? Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prevailed. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 156 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. With a podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney, from the parks to the movies to dining, we'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their booze. You know, Tim, sometimes when I listen back, I think I say their boobs. Maybe you do. Maybe it's a Freudian slip. I love that Freudian. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by a guy that also sent his spouse off to eat in a castle. Tim? Yeah, it's so quiet here in the studio today. All by it, myself. It is. Well, that means you'll be dealing with the dogs later, so. Probably. I got the door open because so I don't have to close it today, but they've been, they've been actually quiet today. They're really sleepy for some reason. Uh, my neighbor's dog has been howling for oh. the past three hours, so we'll see how this goes. Will you listening at home, make yourself a honey rose margarita, and let's talk the grown-up side of Disney. Tim, what do you think is in a honey rose margarita? Uh, You know, it's got to have some Prosecco in it. Maybe. It doesn't. Really? Yeah. Just that sounds like it's a, one of those drinks. Nope. You're going to have uh, some um, Blanco tequila, two ounces of it. Any rose you're water? Gonna, uh, you are going to have half an ounce. No, you have two dashes of rose water. Okay. I knew it had to have you rose get, water in it somewhere. You get a half an ounce of honey water. What the hell's honey water? Uh, there, I'm, I'm assuming there's like some way of taking honey and water and like heating it up probably so they kind of meld together Doesn't, but would i wouldn't like know what the ratio sugar. is to that i'm not sure half ounce of honey water uh an ounce of uh lemon juice and an ounce of that fancy tequila cointreau cointreau <laughs> and you uh shake it up with ice strain it into a rocks glass over fresh ice and garnish with rose petals fresh or dried whatever you have handy fancy it is. It's definitely, uh, yes. <laughs> That's a pinkies out kind of drink. Oh, it is. It is. It, it's definitely a, a springtime drink. Yeah, um, sounds like it would I be. I guess, because of the, the roses and the honeys. And we're going to be talking about some springtime drinks tonight. Um, are, are Do you have a springtime drink right now? What are you drinking? I have Juice of the Orange 
craftily blended with some potato water. Oh, you're killing scurvy and brain cells all at once. At the same time, yeah. Good I job. I got the driver of the screws. Your, your liver thanks you. Now, is that is that mixed uh, to the Luis screwdriver ratio? More, was that double? <laughs> more like a Jen Goodman gin drink. It's mostly vodka and a splash of orange juice. You just almost like an orange zest. Yeah, just for a little hint of flavor. Just a capful. Yeah, just so I'm not, I don't feel like a total lust drink and just straight up vodka. Yeah, just, just a, a sp- splash of juice in one strand of pulp, and that, that way you, you get a little meal with your with your drink. Yeah, just just rub the rind on the on the glass. <laughs> yeah, just... just the, I do the, have the, to the, work the, tomorrow. The juice is just <laughs> there for garnish. <laughs> yes, and color, a little color. Well, I uh, have something uh, a little different. Not really, I've had it before, but... I decided to go back to some, uh, you know what? It's not a bad bottom shelf whiskey. I got some Rebel Yell Kentucky Straight. Burnus? I don't know if I've ever it's, had that. I might have. It is, it is, it is dirt sure. cheap, but does not taste like ethanol. So it's not there bad. You go. I like that's, it. That's a plus. It is not, however, a springtime drink. I guess I could have used it to make a burbini, but we're not, we're not going down that road. I went down it and it, it was unpleasant. Oh, yeah. That- doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah. But we're going to talk tonight about the uh, Flower and Garden menus that were just released. Just flooded the internet with uh, food, the drinks. And, and I thought, let's take a, a, a small second here and let's look at what the Flower and Garden Festival kind of is there in Disney World. Um, yeah. It started back in the mid-90s. It, it, it's at Epcot. It started back in the mid-90s. I think Disney listed as 94 and it is uh, has it's become way more than just some topiaries and a couple flower beds. Um, it's an it's, a, it's an amazing festival. It's like this perfect combination of great delicious food, and you know craft beers, and just some really fun uh, mixed drinks and, and even mocktails. I guess you could even say yep. they got like a, a whole selection of non-alcoholic drinks um, that look like the the, the big boy drinks uh they've got this year 23 i believe topiary displays that are going to be going up um a new one this year is actually remy i'm assuming it's going to be back in france i'm not sure but the yeah remy... there's no rhyme or reason to where they put these things no no they're, they're, yeah. some of them i mean with with the ride going up that's why i was thinking maybe he'd be back in in france but you've also got a lot of landscaping changes that happen not quite overnight, like decorating Magic Kingdom for Christmas, because um, we're talking about living things, <laughs> not <laughs> static displays. Uh, but they do make some landscaping changes, and uh, they do transform Epcot into like this colorful extravaganza of uh, 70,000 additional blooms added to the existing landscaping. It's, and they surround the lakes, and inside of the lake, you've even got, you know, a these floating like mini gardens just bobbing around on the the water um it it looks it, it just looks so pretty in photos I, i've not been we've done it a few times and we've watched it progress from just being more garden and less food and drink to where we started to call it mini food and wine Mm-hmm. They started getting more food and drink options, and now it's a full-blown 
I, I like it better than food and wine. Uh, I know I'm going to catch hell from some listeners over that, but I actually like it better than food and wine. Well, we'll touch on that since you've done it. We'll touch on that when we get uh, more toward the end. But um, now this year, the, the Flower and Garden Festival, it's going to run from, I think, the, the 4th of March through the 1st of June. And it's going to feature like 17, 18, I think it's just, I think it's 17 outdoor kitchens, which is kind of their fancy name for booth. Mm, yeah. But, but I mean, it's, it's, it's buzzword. It's a clever name. It makes it sound more upscale than just a kiosk. It's an outdoor kitchen, even though they don't cook any food in them. Uh, and then they'll also, you know, they'll also have, they'll have food and they'll have drinks there. And it ends up being like a really fun family experience if you go like with the uh, the butterfly garden they've got by Goodness Gardens, um, the Goodness Garden Butterfly House they call it, and it's uh, presented by Go Go Squeeze. That's their sponsor. Is that like a yogurt or an That's apple? That's the yogurt squeezy? that they give you in the uh, Run Disney Race boxes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I guess they had a low turnout. <laughs> they got extra go-gurts. Extra <laughs> go-gurts. They bought um, too many. <laughs> the Butterfly House has been relocated this year. It's between the Imagination Pavilion and the Land Pavilion. And that's one thing I've always wanted to do because, you know, butterflies are so cool. Yeah, that is something that you have to plan accordingly to. Uh, there are certain times a year or sometimes during that season where there's just more butterflies than others like you don't want to go too late in the season because all the butterflies that have already hatched and died well this is like a walk through tent thing yeah it's like an aviary right it's like right. A, yeah and um yeah they they obviously hatch on their own schedule not not right. yours so if you yeah. go usually around mid-april late april you get the best in my, in my experience you get the best views of all the different varieties of butterflies it's just that that's just something cool that I that think they need to have. They should have a butterfly aviary in Epcot year round. Just I don't put it in put it in the land, pipe some heat into it, and I want that boat to go through a butterfly freaking preserve. Uh, you'd be picking butterflies out of your teeth. That it's, it's slow. <laughs> I, I think you'd be okay. <laughs> you'd be picking them up out of the water when they die. Um, also, to, to keep with the, the family fun, you've got the Play Garden coming back this year and the Family Play Zone, which just plays for kids to unwind because they don't really care about necessarily the flowers. Uh, they want to see the butterflies. They want some sugar, maybe a soda. I don't know. Uh, also, they're going to have some uh, how-tos, gardening tips, and a scavenger hunt, which something else to keep the kids busy while you drink. Because Epcot knows where the money is. Yep. Well, that's the uh, quick and dirty lowdown on the, the overview of Flower and Garden Festival. But tonight we're here to talk about the food and the entertainment at this year's festival. Entertainment? Re- entertainment. Um, or in his taintment. Um, equal opportunity. We're going to go kitchen by kitchen and kind of run through the food and drink menus you'll find. Um, hopefully we'll kind of pick our our favorite offerings and i'll ask i'll ask i'll ask tim how it stacks up to uh, his experiences with food and wine then we will check and see who's playing at the garden rocks concert series this year before we wrap it all up uh, hint hint it's mostly music from stations at the far end of the fm dial 
<laughs> so husbands and one and not anymore. Yes. So let's get things growing, huh? Uh, uh, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, I'm a blooming idiot, Tim. Uh, what, what, what do we got on <laughs> Better plate? Better be a blooming idiot than a blooming onion. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Brad, put me in that outback sauce. I'll be good. Uh, what, what's at the first kitchen? What do we got? It's a new one called Magnolia Terrace. And it seems to be kind of uh, Cajun, New Orleans type of food. You got southern seafood boil. Consisting of shrimp, mussels, crawfish, potatoes, corn, and andouille sausage. Grilled oysters with Cajun butter. Housemade, and I know I'm going to butcher this word, and I know Brent said you're going to call me out on this. Boudin or boudin? I don't know boudin. how you'd say it. Boudin. I eat a lot of it. It's boudin. Is it? Two yeah. ways with spicy mustard. Mm. A pecan cake with maple whipped cream featuring Burton's maple syrup or a pecan praline. Have you seen the photo of the the boil? I have not. Yeah, that doesn't. Uh... Oh, you don't like you don't like seafood. I Damn don't. It. But it, it doesn't look much like a boil. It just looks like a bunch of stuff in a bowl with no liquid. Well, I mean, it's got corn, yeah. potatoes, crawfish. I mean, that's a boil. But sausage, that's a that's a boil. Uh, I don't know. It, looks, it doesn't look like most of the ones I've seen. Oh well, it, it looked good to me. Damn it, and. I'm not sure what's in a Cajun butter, but I would probably put it on everything. Uh, let's see. W- to wash these uh, fine foods down, um, the beverage selection here, it's all all beer. They got the uh, the Wild Heaven Door Session Citrus Lager. Yeah, the Duck Rabbit Craft Brewery's Amber Ale. Parish Brewing Company Ghost in the Machine Double IPA. Which cool name? And I've then had that one. they round it out with a flight. You've had that? I think I've had that. Yeah. Oh. And it rounds out with a flight. I think this is a pretty solid, just assortment of beers as far as hitting all of the different kinds with the IPA, the amber, and a lager. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I would probably definitely go with a flight here, and because I like most Cajun foods, uh, everything from the food window <laughs> except the pecan praline because. That pecan cake with the maple whipped cream and that maple just that just sounds amazing. See, as long as it's real maple syrup and not that fake stuff. Well, no, this isn't the Canada Pavilion, so it's going to be fake. Yeah, so then I'll just I'll go with the I, I would have to take just to get the praline. I don't know, I, I could eat everything there. I think I would do the flight too. Whenever there's a a beer, an extensive beer menu on at one of these festivals, I always go with the flight. Got to try a little bit of all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so nothing spoke to you in that menu. Not really. Okay, well, what, what do we got next? We got Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent Health. So you know it's going to be like either vegetarian or just boring healthy food. Blah. So we got grilled baby vegetables with hummus, cream, and red pepper coulis. Seared Velasco salmon with farro risotto and micro herbs. A strawberry mousse with chocolate chip pearls, which is kid approved. That you know, I've not seen the kid approved uh, on any menus before. They've been on, yeah, they've been on it before. Oh, they have. Only if you get it from the the food blog. If you find it from any place else, they don't have it on there. Oh, okay, okay. I just I saw the the ka. I was like, what the heck? Kick ass? Is it that good? 
I don't, no. We just used to do them because we do these with uh, in miscellaneous too. We do the menus. Ah, we don't really do menus here very often, unless unless it's my my wife reading it, and I'm probably gonna yeah, do just as good a job as her. Um, you know, there's not much to drink here, as you could imagine, because it's f hosted by Advent Health. Everything here is non-alcoholic. You have the blood orange agua fresca, because blood orange, I think, is like the new it ingredient for things running right now. Um, and the cookie butter worms and dirt, which is, I mean, it's worms and dirt. Chocolate pudding. Yeah. Cookie. I don't know what's going on with that. It's, it's kid approved. It's kick ass. So uh, I'm skipping this. I'm skipping the hell out of this one. Well, I'd get some, uh, I get that orange, the blood orange agua fresca and mix it with some road soda. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Same, it's the same that exact thing isn't available somewhere else where you could get it with uh, a little, little, you know what I mean? Yeah. For a while there, you could find blood orange everything. It mm -hmm. kind of, it's kind of waning off. Oh, is it falling out? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I just keep seeing. A couple years seeing... ago, I mean, you could find, I mean, we had a blood orange mule in uh, Grand Floridian. We had, not Grand Floridian, um, California, California. Grill? Yeah. Sorry, I had a little, <laughs> little brain fart there. Boy, yeah, that was a big brain fart. And you got like a blood orange margarita somewhere in Epcot and Food and Wine. But it's, it's starting to wane off. Well, good. All right, moving on. Next kitchen. Survey Citrus says. Blossom. Ooh. You have a lobster tail with Meyer lemon emulsion and grilled lemon. And that is gluten-free. Oh, good. GF, good food. Yeah, not good for you. It means good for you. Good for you. Tuna tataki bowl with spicy yuzu glaze, mango avocado, and a papadam crisp. Crispy citrus chicken with orange aioli and baby greens, which is kid approved and gluten free. Uh, citrus shortcake, an orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, and citrus crumble. I really, that shortcake just sounds so, there's so much going on. I think I want that. Yeah, very, uh,. Citrusy. I love citrus cakes. I love so me I. like lemon cake, lemon bars. I love me, uh, and that just, mmm, damn. Also, though, I, that, that, that tuna bowl sounds okay. I don't know. Have I you guess. ever had the, uh, lemon olive oil cake at Food and Wine? No. I did, that is really good. Mmm. Well, hey, let's wash all this stuff down with an orange cream shake. And a souvenir orange bird sipper. Non-alcoholic and kick-ass. Kid approved. Isla Morta Beer Company's Coconut Key Lime Ale. First Magnitude Brewing Lemon Hefeweizen. Heavy Seas Brewing's, uh, what is it, Tropicanon Citrus IPA. Or the Beer Flight. Or the Orange Sunshine Wine Slushy. I, I want to know why we don't have that orange cream shake with, like, vodka or something like that. Yeah, that's what I would want. Because I'd like to get my drink on and get the orange bird. Well, you can get the orange bird without getting the shake, too. Well, I mean, I guess you could. We've done but... that. We did that last year. Um, And again, though, I, I have had not the Isla Morta coconut key lime, but I have had a coconut lime uh, ale before, <clears throat> and I really enjoyed it. So that would be hard for me to pass on as well. I'm not big on coconut, 
Um, I've had the high, the Heavy Seas Brewery Tropicana Citrus yeah. IPA. I, I'd get that again. That's pretty good. You um, put the lime in the coconuts. That's what they've done there, Tim. They've just taken they shake it. Shake it all up. Yep. I, I will I will say this, though. With all the citrus, everything happening here, they kind of missed out not having Hanalei. But maybe that's just because old habits die hard. Yeah. I mean, they, I know, in, I think in other booths they have Kona beers, but I don't think they, I've never seen Hanalei in the festival. Well, that's that's just a damn shame. Yeah. Hmm. I think we're the only ones that make that beer popular. I don't think it's popular anywhere else. Dude, it was, it was, well, it was, it was popular in season one of Three Sheets to the Mouse. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move move on here, since you know, once again, nothing has just jumped out and grabbed. Gra- I just want to finally get something where you go, "Damn, that's the thing I want to eat," or drink. Yeah, or drink. I don't think that's gonna happen in this next booth, and that's Northern Bloom. Seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon, and that's gluten free. Beef tenderloin tips, mushroom bordelaise sauce, whipped potatoes, and garden vegetables. Kid approved. Kick ass. Griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote, sweet corn gelato, featuring Burton's maple syrup. Also kid approved. Well, yeah, it's kid approved. It's covered in syrup. Yeah. Um, first off, not very many kids know what the hell a compote is. Right. I don't know that I would want gelato... Tastes like sweet corn. Yeah, that that's that's going to be a hard pass. Hard no. And this is from the Canada booth. Got to with all that. Well, I know it is because for beverages to drink with. <laughs> I love this. I, I fucking love this. To drink with your um, griddled maple maple pound cake, wash it down with a maple popcorn shake. That's not alcoholic. The fuck's a maple popcorn shake? I don't want to know. I really don't. You get the unibrow ephemery, ephemera, ephemera. I don't know. It sounds like something of them fucking DJs from up north. Would, up, uh, up country. Uh, up, up country. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an Probably apple is. wheat ale. Apple wheat ale from Quebec. Yep. That's up country. <laughs> I love fishing DJs in Quebec. From Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> Just confused half our listeners right now. I do love fishing in Quebec. <laughs> Uh, Collective Arts Brewing has a blackberry fruit beer. That's from Hamilton, Ontario. Or you, you get the beer flight. You skipped one. I did? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Anyone yeah. Bay Brewing Epcot. Apricot. Apricot, not Epcot. We're in Epcot, but we're having an apricot with maple syrup I from Tampa, Florida. Syrup. We couldn't find another Canadian beer. Right. We had to put it in there. Well, it's got maple in it, so we, it, it counts. Um... Or you get the flight, which that just seems like a lot of sweet beer. It's a lot of sweet beer. Yeah. Um, so just go for something sweet and get the maple popcorn shake with tap 357 maple rye whiskey. That is the alcoholic version. Also kid approved. <laughs> well, if you want your kid to take a nap. Yeah. We do. We want them to take a nap. Well, I don't, you know, that's, that's, I'm not impressed with the Canadian themed um, food. There's not a poutine. Well, it's all about florals, I guess. Yeah. Kind of, but not really. Well, well, sweet corn or peaches. I don't know. Last year they did have poutine, but not at this booth. Ah. Uh, shame. This 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 is a hard no for me all the way. Yeah, around. yeah, me too. Next up we have La Isla Fresca. 
Lamb curry with sweet plantains and rice. Sugarcane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce. Kid approved. Tropical mousse cup. Layers of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. Also kid approved. I have read that the sugarcane shrimp... Sugar, the shrimp is great is what I've read. The, I've heard that. The sugar... sugar you know what? I can't fucking say that. I cannot... I'm glad you're reading that because I sugar, can't say sugar it. Sugarcane shrimp skewer. Say that ten times fast. I won't even say it once. More with the coconut <laughs> lime. A lot of coconut in this one, especially with the tropical mousse cup. That's a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go with the shrimp, I guess. Just watch out for the bees. Yeah. With that sugar cane. That's, you know, that's why they quit doing the mojito in Animal Kingdom. And the one in um, Hollywood Studios as well. Yep. The damn bees. Uh, beverages in La Isla Fresca. You got the Tropical Breeze, non-alcoholic. It's kid approved. What's in a Tropical Breeze? They don't want to tell you. You got Golden Road Brewing's Tart Mango Cart Wheat Ale from California and uh, you can get the tropical freeze as mentioned before but with Parrot Bay Mango Rum so at least we know that tropical freeze has Parrot Bay Mango Rum in it we don't know what else is in a tropical freeze yeah. I'm guessing it's like a red frozen slushy of some kind probably or, or like a uh, mango and pineapple and yeah yeah I guess it's yeah <clears throat> it's like a citrusy fruit punch kind of thing yeah, probably. With rum. Sounds good. That's a small, that's a very small booth. Yeah. I've had the uh, tart mango cart wheat ale. It's actually pretty decent. Is it? Does it taste like a, a sour beer? No, it's actually, um, it's a little tart, but you get a heavy mango flavor, if I remember correctly. Okay. Because it's also, it's a wheat. It's not really sour. Right. It's not an IPA, so you don't yeah. have that bitterness yeah. built into the beer. Well, that's not bad then. Next up, we're going over to the Honey Bistro, hosted by National Honey Board. For food, we have roasted cauliflower with buckwheat honey, carrot puree, wild rice pilaf, asparagus, honey blistered grapes, sunflower, brittle, and coriander flowers. Gluten-friendly and kid-approved. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's not what kid, kid approved. What kid wants to eat buckwheat honey carrot puree? Not no kid I know. Next up is honey tandoori chicken flatbread with white cheddar cheese, charred vegetables, clover honey, sour cream, and micro citrus greens. That sounds like almost puree. It's just micro. Very, very tiny. Very tiny. Very tiny. Local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom honey ice cream garnished with fennel pollen meringue kisses. That's kid approved. I would have that. I've had that uh, chicken flatbread and it's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I, I mean, I do like cheese. Even with the uh, honey sour cream, I don't. I'm not a big fan of sour cream. So I like sour cream, which is basically cheese. It's all milk. Yeah, it's like curdled milk. I mean, the cheesecake, though, with the orange, I like citrus in the, uh, that orange blossom honey ice cream. So, I mean, I want, I want it on that. I don't know what, I a, know what a fennel pollen fennel meringue pollen is, meringue. but hmm. I'll get that to it. a little weird. Fennel pollen meringue kisses. Beverages at the Honey Bee Stro. Naturally, as you would expect, you have the Honey Peach Freeze, which is another slushy. But you get this in a souvenir Spike the Bee sipper. 
non-alcoholic get approved obviously you have b nectar new wave lemonade mead out of uh michigan they get a lot of they got a lot of bees in michigan i don't know i mean i guess you get kind of cold i that's what i would think florida coming in with the florida orange groves winery orange blossom honey wine which I do, I do like honey wine and, and meads, so I would be happy with either one of those offerings. And you have the honey peach freeze again, but this time with blueberry vodka. Again, sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. I would definitely try the mead and the honey wine. I'm a pretty big mead fan, so yeah, I'm in, I'm in for any of that. Even the sparkling meads that they're, they're putting out, I, I just I love all the meads. Yeah, last summer we had a we have our annual barbecue every summer, and our friends came up from Lancaster and they brought some mead with them, and uh, they poured it out into the cups, and I had to go inside for to get some. They came out, and a, a bee drowned in my mead. Well, he died happy. <sighs> yeah, I was visiting uh, the Goodmans a couple years ago, maybe last year. Can't tell anymore. I drank that year and every year since, but. Uh, we went to Gatlinburg and uh, got to see the one of the meaderies they've got up there and they got it all you can just sample them and I nice. I, I recall I think I had all of them I think and James I don't well he had many as well but it was all good I enjoyed it I'm a big mead fan I, I think it's underappreciated in the alcohol world yeah since the uh, 15th century <laughs> <laughs> you know, what about fucking Inquisition? Yeah, seriously. Ruined everything. <laughs> Next up, we're going over to Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible Trademark Foods. Fuck this get... one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread is gluten-free, plant-based, get approved. I would probably have that, though, because I, I street corn. Uh, street corn, yeah, I love street corn. Oh, yeah. Impossible Trademark Farmhouse meatball with lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, and creamy herb dressing, also plant-based. Chocolate pudding terrarium with avocado cream, matcha crumble, and baby herbs, gluten-free and plant-based. That just sounds disgusting. It does. It's going to be brown and green. It's going to be brown yeah. and green, okay? Yeah. And brown it's and gonna green... It's going to look like baby shit. Those are not two flavors that go together. Any flavor no. that's brown and any flavor that's green. I don't care what yeah. flavors they are. They, they, yeah. they, they don't matcha, work. Matcha doesn't go with anything, so... And I'm kind of struggling with the farmhouse meatball because I'm pretty sure in... I'm going to go ahead and say 99.9% of the farmhouses, certainly across the great country of the United States and probably most anywhere else, that they're not going to have schmeat. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I am offended they used farmhouse in the description for that. Unless that's the style of meatball, in which case they're still not doing it right. Yeah, I don't know what a farmhouse meatball is. Maybe a big meatball. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're just gonna get the one with lentil yeah. bread. Lentil bread. Yeah. Well, I'm so running. I'm, like, I'm running. <laughs> head right to that booth. Yeah. Well, won't you just run right <clears throat> next door and get you something to drink? Same booth, actually. Uh, they have a Bloomin' Blueberry Lemon and Ginger Tea featuring Twinings of London. It's not alcoholic. They have Playa Linda Brewing Company's Tropical Wonderland Wheat Ale. 
That's another Floridian. A lot of these beers are from Florida. Yeah. Well, it's easy. It's close by. Yes, this is true. And they have, again, the Bloomin' Blueberry Lemon and Ginger Tea featuring Twinings of London and Tito's Handmade Vodka, which is served in a mason jar. I'm going to say it's probably a plastic mason jar. Yeah, I would think so. But I think I saw a picture of this, and it does, like, have uh, something about food and wine, or not food, a flower and garden on the mason jar, so it is kind of a collectible thing. Um, I, I guess you don't get that unless you put it, unless you get the Tito's in there. I don't know. Uh, Tito's is good vodka, though. Uh, yeah, it says Trial and Trellis, Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. There you go. It's not really a mason jar because it doesn't. Well, it's a regular canning jar, jar type mason jar because it doesn't have a handle. But yeah, yeah, and that chocolate pudding terrarium, ah, yeah, it doesn't look good at all. No, that doesn't sound good. It can't be good. I just that's a, a lot of a lot of misses on this menu, but it's it's you know. Yeah. That one's not even kid approved. That's how bad that is. You're going to do, here's some chocolate pudding. <laughs> and a chocolate, kid. Yeah. Chocolate, a kid's going to go for chocolate pudding, but you throw all that other shit on there. Kid's like, nope, I'm not approving that. No. No. That's Let's a move no. Move on over to the pineapple promenade. Ooh, I love alliteration. Yeah. I wonder if there's a pineapple princess over there. <laughs> you have a spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. Mixed berry buttermilk cake or a Dole Whip. Plant-based, and that's kid-approved. Well, of course it is. It's adult-approved. You can go ahead and put the AA beside that, but that's not Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Spicy hot dog. You think that's like like, like the Link has got some spice to it as well? Or is there just something uh, in that chutney probably. that makes it spicy? It's probably the something in the hot dog that makes it spicy. Well, I, I could I could get down with that. I mean, I don't I'm not entirely sure. Chutney just sounds like vomit, like another word for vomit. Yeah, or like you're just gonna you're going fishing. Yeah, you're you know. chutting in the water. Chutney in the water. Plantain chips is just another way to make a banana look better compared to and, a plantain. And taste better. Yep. Yep. Uh well, you know, if you're having the mixed berry buttermilk cake, you should definitely wash it down with a frozen dessert, violet lemonade, non-alcoholic and kid-approved. I don't... I mean, it's... No, frozen desert. Ha! Either I <laughs> fucked it up or they <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, one or the other. That really could go either way. Um, or the pineapple, pineapple Dole Whip with Fanta. Dole Whip float on Fanta. I'm assuming... What flavor Fanta? Oh, I don't know. That's... I didn't even know they still made Fanta. Oh, God. Bo yeah, Boston loves him some Fanta. Fanta Orange, that's that's like his thing. If it's not Fanta Orange, it's the uh, Baja Blast at Taco Bell Mountain Dew. God, you don't really get to Fanta. See, that, that's scandalous right there. I, I, I want to dig deeper to figure out what flavor Fanta they're rolling with that because that actually is intriguing. Get the, uh, the carbonation and, and the, the pineapple soft serve. Hmm. I'm assuming it's got to be like a citrusy Fanta. Mix it yeah, with I mean, my, my brain immediately goes to orange because you do have the citrus swirl. Yeah. And some of that stuff. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, you got Collective Arts Brewing Pina Colada Sour. No. Is, okay. Is it Pina Colada Sour or do you think they fucked it up? Uh, I don't know. They might have fucked it up. I think it might so. Be, it might be a typo. A Pina Colada Sour. That's out of Canada. Oh, seriously? Why could... Never mind. We're, you know what? I'm not going to get into it. Not going to get into it. <laughs> A little geographical uh, complication. Maui Brewing Company's Pineapple Mana Wheat. 
which is from Hawaii. That might actually, I, I'm interested in that just to see uh, an actual Hawaiian beer because, I mean, Kona's not really brewed in Hawaii. I've had the Maui Brewing Company. Oh. Pineapple Mana. You don't seem to be speaking well of it. I'm not a big pineapple person. Uh, it was good, but it's not something that I would go out and order. I actually tasted, I think Adam had it and I tasted a little bit of his. I had that Ace Pineapple Cider or whatever it was once, and I was no, wouldn't do it again. Uh, Sweetwater Brewing Company has their Going Coastal IPA with pineapple, again. Playa Linda Brewing Company's Violet Lemonade Ale, which I guess is to mirror the frozen desert dessert Violet Lemonade that's not alcoholic. I don't know. Florida Orange Groves coming in again, the winery with sparkling pineapple wine. It just sounds like too much pucker in a pineapple wine. Yeah. The Dole Whip with Parrot Bay Rum or the Beer Flight of Only the Pineapple Beers. Yeah, the only thing that speaks out to me is that Dole Whip with the Parrot Bay Coconut Rum. I, You know, I know it's not alcoholic, but I'm intrigued with the Fanta because I want to know. Okay. Okay, here's where things start to get interesting and we fuck up some words. <laughs> Hell yes, we do. So we have uh, Jardin de Fiestas. And you fucked it up right off the bat. That's Hardin. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a J. And we have chilaquiles de pollo, chipotle braised chicken and tortillas served with salsa, ranchera, Monterey Jack cheese, crema mexicana, and guajillo cheese. Oh. Quesadilla al pastor, flour tortilla filled with Monterey Jack cheese, and pork pastor topped with grilled pineapple, salsa verde, red onion, and cilantro. A churri queso torta. Bolillo roll filled with chorizo and Monterey Jack cheese, avocado mousse, and jalapenos. I want all that. For starters, I love me a torta. And I know it's going to be a small roll that they're making yeah, it on. Yeah, a small one. But, like, I love me some tortas, and uh, I love chorizo sausage, and then everything has cheese on it and jalapenos, and just, I mean, yeah. the, al- the quesadilla al pastor sounds great. Um, I, do the, I do the quesadilla because I love pork pastor. But I don't. I'm not a big fan of avocado or jalapenos, so that torta oh, is out for me. Uh, I'll, no, you can scrape the mousse off, and I'll, I'll have your jalapenos. <laughs> also, here I love getting the chilaquiles at our uh, local joint. So this just sounds so good. And also, I want I want to jump down real quick talking about uh, that quesadilla there. Um, interesting that they're going to throw pineapple they're going to grill the pineapple and throw it on there along with the red onion and the cilantro that's going to be a real contrast of flavors along with, along with uh, green salsa yeah 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 that salsa I mean I I like that idea though <laughs> I like that idea too uh, grilled pineapple is actually pretty decent that's usually the only way I can eat it yeah it, it kind of it, it tempers it down when, when yeah. you grill it a lot of the juice comes out of it and you get the true flavor we go when we have usually our work lunches we go to the uh a Portuguese Rodizio place and they serve grilled pineapple for dessert with a raspberry liqueur sauce. Yeah. And they pour the the liqueur on top of the pineapple and light it on fire at your table. Okay. And it's pretty good. It is really good. Now, since this is probably going to be located somewhere in New Mexico, how do you think the odds are we got a, a margarita somewhere here in the drinks, huh? Um betting more than one they're they're pretty high so first we're gonna have the cruz blanco rose spritz which is an effervescent nope that's rose not rose no it is rose it is rose effervescent 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 evanescence evanescence 
uh, a rosé wheat ale with elderflower liqueur. I just, I'm, I've never been a fan of mixing beer and liquor together to make a drink. How about beer and soda? I saw that the other day. Nope, that's a no. That's a no. That's not that no. The grocery store. No. Um, the, I love this next one because there's a whole lot of shit going on with this and I'm going to fuck it all up too. <laughs> the Mango Mexican Lucky Margarita. It's got spicy ancho verde liqueur, 100% agave tequila blanco, mango passion fruit puree, lime juice, apple jack, and a ginger cordial served with a tagine chili lime rim. I don't understand why we've got apple flavored whiskey in this. Yeah, that is a lot going on in that margarita. Okay, applejack and 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 ginger. You, you you get a bit of a mule right in the middle of that damn thing. Yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, I there there's I just can't see any of those. The the it's this is like a front half of a drink and a back half of a drink is what this is. Yeah, it's like an Irish car bomb. Yeah, except yeah, there's <laughs> a Mexican car bomb. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and lastly you have the Rosita Margarita, named after everybody's favorite character from The Walking Dead. You have rose petal liqueur, 100% agave tequila blanco, lemon and cranberry juices served with a rose petal salt rim. Hmm. <sighs> I don't know. That didn't work for me. It just fits it just it, it sounds really florally with all the rose rose rose. Yeah. I would, I would, uh, you know, I would actually probably just go ahead and grab all the food from here and then, then like go to the regular kiosk and get like a beer. Like a regular margarita. Or, or yeah, mar- regular margarita or a beer. Yeah. I wish they'd serve, and then, well, I don't know, maybe they do. I haven't been to the, since they reopened the margarita hut. If you go to La Hacienda, not the inn, not the, in the pyramid, the other one. San Angel? Yeah, not San Angel, the Hacienda. Oh, they have a no, not the sit down, the sit down restaurant. Well, son of a bitch, it's one of the two. Yeah, they have a spicy blood orange margarita. See, there's that blood orange again, and it's so good. I wish they served that at the margarita, the new margarita booth outside. Well, they want you to come in and order food. Yeah, which I I love that restaurant so. One of these days, Let's go over to Lotus House, where for food they're offering Szechuan spicy red braised beef shank over rice, a bonbon chicken skewer with sesame and peanut sauce, or house made crab and cheese wontons. Any of that work for you? Probably. Well, either the Szechuan spicy beef or the bonbon chicken. Yeah, because you're not going to eat anything, even if it's got fake crab meat in it. Yeah, nope. I love me some cheese wontons. Give me the give me the crab puffs. And I, I I don't I don't know if these are going to taste any better or worse than what I get at the Chinese buffet. Maybe marginally better. Yeah, well, at least these are probably not going to be sitting out for a while. Oh, in this town, nothing sits out long on our buffet because we have some hillbillies that come down and just that's that some bitch just keeps rolling. It don't sit. <laughs> Damn. Buffet in, in in the south, they line up. They line up to stuff their faces. Uh, God, okay, the beverages. I, damn it, China. Panda 
bubble tea, which is classic milk tea with black and white boba pearls. Non-alcoholic. Obviously. You can get a jasmine draft beer. Marco Boba, which is an armoretto iced coffee, milk, and boba. Balls. I like their boba. They do. Kung Fu Punch, which is vodka, triple sec, mango syrup, and orange juice. Or the Time Out. Fun name. Uh, give that to your kid when they're being an ass. Yeah. Uh, Bacardi Rum, Peach Liqueur, Peach Syrup, Pina Colada, Sprite, Soda Water, and Magic Boba Ooh, they're Magic Bobas. They're, yeah, if they're you magic. give your kid that, you're going to have a nice long time out. You will. I. You know, why do you need Soda Water if you've got Sprite in there? I have no idea. That's like double the carbonation. I have to figure this is probably a pretty... Honestly, a pretty tame drink with that much Sprite and soda water thrown in there. Yeah, and peach syrup. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be sweet, but you're probably you're not going to taste the alcohol from that rum no. at all. No, you just got the rum and the peach liqueur in there. That's it. Just get it with a double shot and have them put the second one on top. Yeah, and then just suck the second one off, take the floater off, and then... Get a nice buzz while you finish the rest of the day. I, I will say, um, I would I would imagine that is probably an Instagram worthy drink when you when you look at it. Well, let's see if they have the picture. Let's see. Um, I would probably have the beer or the Kung Fu Punch because I don't do boba <laughs> at all. I don't do boba either. They don't have a picture of that drink. Uh, the Kung Fu Punch is a staple at the. Chinese booths for all the festivals. Yeah, well, I want to say, isn't that... Don't they just normally have that, like at the Joya Tea? Uh, no, that's, they had the Baiju. The Baiju Punch. That's what the it is. Tea. That's what yeah. I got, the Baiju. That's right. Well, Kung Fu Punch is really good. I like the Kung Fu Punch. So let's stroll over to Germany. Yeah. At the, the Baron Market, Farmer's Market. We have potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. Plant-based and kid-approved. Potato pancakes with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. We get the uh, yeah, the toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted grayer cheese. That's kid-approved. With a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries, also kid-approved. What the hell is a cheese strudel? Is it like a cheesecake? Or like a cheese... Some, I don't, I'm having a hard time with cheese and the mixed berries right now. Warm cheese and mixed berries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of cheese? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, I, I would hope Let's a German cheese, but like I've had, you know, cheese on a charcuterie, and you have like a compote that you put on on top of a cracker and everything. But I don't. Yeah. I well, don't know. the yeah, the strudel. A strudel is just a like a puff pastry, like a layered puff pastry. So, right. Maybe it's like a like do like the cream cheese icing they put on like danishes i don't know i don't yeah i'm, I'm lost the picture does you don't really see it because it's just a glob of the berry compote over the pastry and that's what the so, kids that's what i'll say this right now uh yes the berry compote is kid approved because when I, we first took our children to beer garden uh keaton who was nine at there a 10 at the time uh, was getting them little bitty uh, communion cups of berry compote <laughs> that they have up there, and he he was drinking them. He was doing shots because he thought that that that's what they were. They were a standalone dessert item, and he we had about eight 
to ten cups empty oh, stacked wow. up on the table. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. He he was he was hurting later on. Um, I've had the uh, pretzel bread with the ham and the cheese, the Gruyere cheese. How was that? Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the fruit and wine um, pretzel bread with the bratwurst. Yeah, but that this is pretty good. I love know, Gruyere cheese. The one right, I do too. The one right, the one right before that, the, the potato pancake with the caramelized ham and onions, and then that herb sour cream. That sounds really good to me. That herb sour cream sounds amazing. I, I, I love sour cream, and that herb's going to give it kind of this, this. I'm guessing kind of like a probably more of like a garlicky kind of. Um, yeah, it's like garlic and par- um, parsley. Yeah, that that that, ah, that just that just sounds really good. <clears throat> caramelized ham, I think, is just fancy for uh, cooked, fried. Yeah. Like a honey ham, I, I, chunks honey ham, something maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Sounds I do good. I love some potato pancakes, though. Oh, yeah, man. God. Oh, good luck with this one. No, no, I got this. <clears throat> I practiced. <laughs> uh, for beverages uh, leading off the German selections, you have MIA Brewing's Hugo, which is from Florida. And I don't understand that because Germany has more than a beer. Two beers. Yeah. But whatever. Also, you've got the Bitburger Premium Pilsner, which is from Rhineland Platinate, Germany. And the Steigel Brewing Rattler, which is a Zitron from Salzburg, Austria. That's probably a citrus Rattler, like a grapefruit or maybe. I don't know. Or you get the Beer Flight, which is all three of those. Two of them are German. And if you're just not feeling like beer, you can get the uh, <laughs> this is what I was talking about. No, it's <laughs> Apfelschaumfein. Apfelschaumfein, which is a sparkling wine and apple liqueur cocktail, I guess is what that is, because you got two ingredients. Sparkling wine and yeah, an apple blend. liqueur. I don't know. Um, I just get the beer flight. Yeah, I did, we did the beer flight here before. Uh, the MIA, I don't think the MIA was in it last time, but the Bitburger is always there. And I want to say that Rattler or a version of that Rattler was there last time. We always get the flight and one of the food offerings in Germany because, you know, uh, good food and good beer. Always oh, yeah. Well, every, you know, everything, Looking again, looking back at the food offering here at, at the uh, Bauern Market, Farmer's Market, everything here is hearty food-wise. Yeah. I mean, everything is warm and well, cheesy and it's just it, it, it's savory. I mean, well, I mean, you got the mixed berries with the warm cheese strudel, but it's sturdy, very it, sturdy. Yeah, it is uh, going to stick with you for a little bit. Yeah. Good thing they don't have stuff like this in August. I guess they they still do, but well, yeah, they have. Well, they have the uh, like I said, the bratwurst on the pretzel bread, and I want to say they do have versions of the potato pancakes, but not these toppings on them. Something different. I, I don't think I could go for that applesauce. No, me either. On, Something on, on with a potato, potato pancake. And, yeah, that doesn't sit right. It's not kid approved. Kids like tater tots and applesauce, not applesauce on their tater tots. Yeah. I'll try to eat them separately. Got to keep them separate. Got to keep them separated. Let's move over to the Primavera Kitchen. Uh, first up is La Regina Margarita, rustic Italian flatbread, vine ripened tomatoes, whole milk, mozzarella, parmesan. It's a fucking pizza. With no, pizza. no, no meat. 
with no meat. Yeah, it's kid approved. It's 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 a cheese pizza. It's just nice yeah, cheese this pizza. Yeah, it's just cheese pizza. A ravioli, grilled chicken ravioli with spring vegetables and creamy pesto sauce is kid approved. And then you have a Zeppelis or cooked cheese filled fritters, powdered sugar, raspberry sauce, and chocolate hazelnut drizzle also kid approved. I want that. I want those fritters, and I don't know what the hell they're going to taste like. I have never had a ricotta cheese fritter. I've only had ricotta cheese in lasagna, but damn it, it says cheese, and it's got hazelnut. We had them at Viennapoli, I want to say. I mean, I, I grew up in, in New York, so Zippolis are at every pizzeria. I mean, usually don't get them with the sauces, but you get them covered in powdered sugar right is it like but, an italian beignet yes oh yeah. i just can't it's fried it's fried dough with cheese yeah they yeah they mix the cheese in oh. with this one. Oh. okay uh since you, you do cooking things pesto that's green right yeah pesto is basil usually basil olive oil garlic pine nuts and uh olive oil does that go with ravioli Oh yeah, I make okay. pesto sauce on my raviolis a lot. Okay, right. I usually just do it with like a cheese ravioli, not a chicken ravioli, or like a sausage ravioli. I'll do it with. I mean, I would eat everything here, but I'd be, I, I would really want the uh, zapoli because that just, it's singing to me. Typ- typically, the Italian booths at these festivals, the food has been meh. Well, you got something to compare it to. Oh yeah, I'm from true. Arkansas. Well, right down the road here in the Poconos, we got a. A great Italian place. We don't have a great Italian place. Like, we got a local Italian place here in little bitty population of 10,000 town that I'm in that makes some very good food, but I'm, I, I, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say it's great Italian food because it is just really good, hearty, home cooked type of food. Olive Garden is probably more authentic than this place is, but this place uses a shitload of cheese, so they get my vote. As I always always go with the cheese. All right. So uh, Primavera Kitchen's beverages. Here's where I'm going to fuck some shit up. You have the Peroni Nostro Azzurro Pilsner beer, which is going to be the only beer on the menu, looks like. You got the uh, Pino Gringo. <laughs> you got a Chianti. <laughs> some Prosecco. Some fava beans. No fava beans are in there. You got a Corbinello. Some Moscato. A Bellini, and then you have the frozen Italian margarita with limoncello and tequila. That that drink selection just seems meh to me. Okay, that frozen Italian margarita with limoncello and tequila is delicious. Okay, I haven't had anything on this menu. I'm just saying. Uh, we go every time we're there for Flower and Garden. We go and we get it. Last year, we were there for Star Wars races, and there was probably about eight or nine of us online to get this thing and wow. we're joking around having a good time and we're just talking and lady um in front of us starts chatting with us and she was a, a cop from new jersey and she just loved our attitude and our energy so much that she actually paid for our margaritas oh fantastic well i will say so far of all of the um booths this seems to have the most off. Quote unquote authentic drinks beverage selection to that 
Yeah, they're all theme. from Italy. <laughs> well, and, and it, it, it's a pretty solid cross-cut. Like, you have, yeah. you know, this kind of wine and that kind of wine and, you know, all, all the way on down there. So, I mean, I, I don't think that there is, you know, an Italian margarita no, being it's, made. It's, it's basically just pretty much a frozen uh, limoncello. Yeah. With tequila. But, you know, it's okay, I guess. I, I would try that. But you can only get that during the flower garden. Uh, no. During regular season, it is opposite the festival booth in the little uh, margarita limoncello stand. Well, they, they sell gelato over there, too, I believe, but you can get it year-round over there. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll have to show me that so I can give that a go yeah. at the shh. Oh, absolutely. At the shh. Shh, shh, shh. So let's stick with the Axis powers and go over to Japan. Hi. To Hanami. First up is their Frushi. <laughs> strawberry, pineapple, Sorry. and cantaloupe. It is funny. It is. It's pineapple and cantaloupe wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, drizzled berry sauce, and toasted coconut kid approved. It sounds so fun, though. It looks like fun. I mean, Adam every... gets it, and it, it, it looks cute. It's literally fruit sushi. I mean, it's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. Next up is a Menchi Katsu Slider, Japanese-style panko-breaded beef patty topped with tonkatsu sauce, mayonnaise, cucumber, and pickled lotus root. Now, they, they, this says slider. Does it have any type of bun with it, or is it just the patty? Uh, let's see. The breaded patty. There is no photo. Okay. There's only and, a photo of the frugie. Of course. That's the Instagram-worthy one. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say this probably isn't Wagyu. Oh, probably not. Or Kobe. Probably not. Sounds good, though. It actually did until I got to the mayonnaise and cucumber part. See, but, I love mayonnaise. And I don't know what tonkatsu sauce is. I don't either, which makes me want to try it. If it's sexy sauce, then shit yes. <sighs> yeah, I like the sexy sauce. All right. So then we have a salmon flower ikura. Fresh cut salmon, salmon roe, spinach, and watermelon radish, and chilled ramen tossed with poke sauce. I don't do, I don't do cold noodles ever. Yeah, and I don't do salmon. I know you don't. But, like, I, I could get through with everything going on there. The watermelon radish business sounds weird. But I don't do cold noodles. Yeah, no, me either. I would try the slider, I think. Yeah, I would slider in the frushi. I mean, the, the fun thing about the frushi is that's probably something that if you're with a group of people, everybody gets a, a piece and they can, they can share it. It's fun. Yeah, like it serves. You get to get three, get like three pieces with it. Yeah, that's 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 a fun little thing that everyone would enjoy. That that would be a yeah, good good call on that. Um, there's not a lot here as far as drinks, you know, to wash everything down. I mean, you got three food items, you got three drink items, you got the Kirin Draft beer, which is just a standard Japanese beer that you get, uh, the strawberry nigori sake, and the Ferrano Martini, which is vodka, lavender syrup, and yuzu juice. I don't know what yuzu juice is, but I would try either the Martini or the sake. I would definitely go for the sake. I think I've had the Kirin beer and... Yeah. Kirin, Kirin beer is kind of like a Heineken. We had it in um, Vancouver. It's very popular in Vancouver. Really? Yeah. That is very popular in Vancouver. Fascinating. We had it in uh, several several places in Vancouver, actually. Now, don't they serve that frozen in the Japan Pavilion? 
sometimes. Yeah, with the they serve with the frozen foam on top. Right. Yeah. 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 Weird. I don't know. No, that that's not for me. I'll take the uh, margarita. All right. Let's head over to the dick wall. Yeah. Let's do that. The taste of Marrakesh with a harissa chicken kebab with dried fruit couscous salad and cilantro oil, fried cauliflower with capers, garlic parsley, and chili ranch sauce. That's kid approved. Or walnut honey baklava. I think walnut honey baklava is still just called baklava. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about what is in baklava, it's that that's about it. Yeah. Well, from what I learned, there's there's two different types of baklava. It's honey walnut and I forgot what the other one was. The other one was the more of the Greek one. Uh, what was in it? Dates and walnut, dates and walnuts and something else. But hmm. I do love me some baklava. Oh yeah, and if it's cold, a balaclava is good as well. If it's Isn't cold, that out. a musical instrument? No, that's that's like a face mask that special operators wear. Anyway, okay, lost him. Um, <laughs> beverage is here. We're good at that. Much like how the Japan Pavilion has the Kirin, you've got the Casa beer in the Morocco area. Uh, you got La Roque Chardonnay, which is a uh, wine, obviously. White Sangria, because I guess they needed a drink. And the Desert Rose, which is sparkling wine topped with pomegranate liqueur. I'll probably go somewhere else and get a drink. I like Casa beer. I'd grab a beer to go with my baklava. I don't. I, I, I can't really do beer and sweets. I, I could do beer and birthday cake, but only if I got ice cream. Outside of that, I can't do beer and sweets. See, I don't really find baklava all that sweet. Maybe I've had I the mean, wrong kind. Or I mean, maybe honey, you've had the wrong kind. But yeah, well, it was honey, but I don't. When I think sweet, I think chocolate and like fruits. And I, I also have a really high sweet tooth, so I can eat a bowl of sugar and think it's not sweet. Let's go over to Florida Fresh. You have a carne guisada with a black bean cake and cilantro lime sour cream. Spicy blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and local sweet corn relish. Or a key lime tart with toasted meringue. Anything jump out? No. See, I want the grits. I have become obsessed with yeah, grits. Yeah, do you think you're going to get good grits year. out of uh, a booth? See, I, I have just... If people will go back and listen to the early episodes, we're talking like probably probably the single digit areas. I had an utter hatred for grits because my first time having them, I said it was like unsweetened bad malt meal. And I have come around from that to have a great appreciation for all grits, good and bad. I've I mean I've had some really not I've had one serving of really not good grits. But I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think, I think this. There's enough going on here to make this interesting to me, um, especially with you know some spicy shrimp. Shrimp and grits is great. Uh, cheddar cheese, cheese on your grits is where where it always needs to be. The brown gravy is kind of weird, and it makes me concerned. Yeah. But uh, I, I'd, I'd go in there. Also, uh, key lime because I do love me some limes. Uh, what does Florida offer to wash these down? If I'm having grits, I guess I could follow it up with a watermelon cucumber slushy, non-alcoholic, plant-based, kid approved. No. no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, there's there's nothing appealing about a cucumber no. until you make it a pickle. Even then, even then it's debatable. Uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company's Twisted Strawberry Fest Fruit L. Big Top Brewing Company's Conk Republic Key Lime Wheat. I'd go with that one. 
First Magnitude Brewing Company's Monarch Milk Stout. I, I, I can't do a stout in the Florida heat. Or the Beer Flight, which I guess would be those three beers. Uh, Florida Orange Groves Winery. We've heard them a couple times. They have a key lime sparkling wine. And the watermelon cucumber slushy is back for grown-ups, served with some gin. That's our first yes. gin drink. A flower garden. That's the one Adam would have. Yeah, or he'd have the flight. We'd all get, I'd get, get the flight too. Because I've had the uh, Concord Public Key Lime Wheat and the Twisted Strawberry. I'm not big on stouts, especially milk stouts. So Adam will probably drink that one. Heavy. On me. But I, I would get the flight. Oh, here's where my grandmother reaches through a grave and punches me upside the back of the head. You know she will. I'm going to butcher these. It's been a while. All right, let's see. So for Florida Lee, it's the French booth. You have the Tarte au Ojons Caramelisé et Chauvre, which is a goat cheese tart with caramelized onions and a flaky pastry crust. Canard Confit à l'orange, braised duck confit à l'orange with mashed sweet potatoes. A Tarte Tropezienne. Coulis Fremois, brioche cake filled with light pastry cream and raspberry coulis, or the Eclair Chocolat Fremois, Eclair filled with raspberry and chocolate mousse. All right, this you got something going on here though, right? Like there's oh, something yeah. here. This is, is this is my booth, man. This is my booth. Yeah, I can sit here all day. The first thing you said that tart it is. You, you you also said goat cheese, and you had me at goat cheese. This is one of my favorite things to eat every time we go to uh, Flower and Garden. I've actually copycatted the recipe and I do make it on occasion, but I always have to Ooh. go and get this onion tart. So when you make it at home, what do you use for your crust? Your your flaky pastry, pastry. crust? Just regular puff pastry. Okay. I tried it with a bunch of different things. I tried it with phyllo dough. I tried it with uh, croissant dough, but puff pastry works the best. And you can actually get, you can actually build up the ledge around the puff pastry when you pour your Onions and shit in the oh, middle. Yeah. It keeps it from spilling out. Nice. Like a pizza crust. Yeah. Holds it all in the middle. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, I'm coming over. Uh, beverages in the uh, France. Listen, it's Fleur de Lis is what that is. All right. I don't care how they're spelling it. That's the Boy Scout emblem. Yeah. They're bankrupt. Uh, beverages. You've got the Cronenberg, which is like literally, I think, the only beer from Pretty France. Much. The the very raspberry, which is a rosé wine with natural raspberry flavor, which why wouldn't it just be a raspberry yeah. wine? But moving on, you have a Chateau Parlin's Bordeaux, Bordeaux, not Bordeaux. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm going c- Cajun right now. Kunas <laughs> is showing, and uh, well, you have uh, I think this has been brought up many times on this show. Uh, the sister to the Grand Marnier, the La yes. Rose Frozen Slushy. The vodka, Grey Goose, L'Orange vodka, Saint Germain liqueur, and then white and red cranberry juice to give it a nice soft pink color yeah. and some flavor. This, this is probably one of the most refreshing alcoholic drinks at Flower and Garden. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this this is basically the other side of the coin of the Grand Marnier slush. Yeah, it's typically it's yeah it's basically the spring version of the Grand Marnier slush, really. Yeah. But it's so good. And another one that people like to put on the Instagrams because it's a nice shade of yep. pink. Refreshment Port uh, has fried green tomatoes with blue crab fennel salad, remoulade, and smoked paprika oil. A popsicle trio of honeydew, raspberry mint, and coconut lime. Kid approved. 
coconut. You know what? I said blood orange, but coconut lime is dominating yeah, this coconut year. Coconut lime is, is is pulling ahead this this year. It really is. They're putting that lime uh, all in that coconut. I I don't need a popsicle, but I do like me fried green tomatoes and that blue crab salad. Sounds pretty good. I love I love ramalad. I would be skipping this booth. Well, I wouldn't be skipping this booth. I'd go and get my uh, drag, dragonberry refresher. But it's a, uh, that's an all year round thing. Oh, it is okay. Well, I was gonna for, say for food and wine, it's uh, just a regular drink, like a liquid drink. But throughout the rest of the year, it's a slushy. The drink is oh, better okay. than the slushy. Well, I I would probably go with the tomatoes, but I mean, not if like I mean, there, there's been so many other good options. This would be like pretty low on it. I, I have a hard time saying that's the one I want just because of the the dressing that it's being served with. Yeah. Uh. Festival drinks here. You have like a a, a single um, drink. You have the short brewing company, Starcut Ciders, Squishy Hard <laughs> Cider. Okay, that, that is an oxymoron. Squishy hard. Yep, it's squishy yep. hard. Well, it's like it's, it's like a firm soft. Yeah, a jumbo shrimp. Yeah, it's like a warm cold. I don't know. Hard time with that one. Uh, and other drinks. This is kind of a. A gimme here. Um, are there really four Joffrey's yeah. kiosks mm-hmm. in World Showcase? Well, no. One's year, in Future year World. Year-round or just for... No, they're, they're year-round. One's in Future World. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, That's a lot, world. actually. Uh, Joffrey's actually has um, four different festival drinks that you can get at the four different Joffrey's locations. They normally do not have this... M- bunch of a variety of drinks normally it's two and they're, they're yeah. alternating through the booths but this is nice to see a bigger selection yeah you i mean you could almost do a joffrey's crawl if yeah, you wanted you could, to especially if you pop for the two dollars for the extra shot right uh they and future world east you can grab the spring spring berry bliss which is going to be a frozen strawberry and coconut syrup topped with raspberry vodka uh, like Tim says, any of these for two dollars more, you get a double shot of alcohol. Canada is offering up the Orange Splash, which is going to be a frozen lemon mixed with orange vodka. Showcase Plaza has passion flower, which is a frozen passion fruit and tea infused with lemon vodka. And the American Adventure has tropical breeze, which is your frozen lemon coconut syrup and pineapple rum I mean, they all sound cold and sweet and boozy yes especially if you double them up yep strawberry and coconut that's just a it's a combination I wouldn't expect yeah with some raspberry too that's a little weird but like, yeah coffee knows what to do and I mean one of my favorite drinks is the strawberry lemonade sunset yes sir Thank you for mentioning it, mentioning it, and recommending it so many times. We had those last trip there when it was just me and the wife at Hollywood Studios, and uh, Disney knows what's up when they start serving slushy drinks in the summer. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Although it doesn't say slushy long in Orlando summer heat, but no, but it, it's that's that is that is a a very very fantastic drink. Hollywood Studios has probably got some of the greatest cocktails you get i call it a cocktail uh, mixed drinks you can get from kiosks because that uh adult lemonade in toy story yeah is is banging on point as well i want to say last year last year the future world east 
Joffrey's served a raspberry mint julep, I think it was. Ooh, well, and you know, that's appropriate. Yeah, and it was really good. I think me, James, and Tony sat there and drank about two or three of them. And you go over to your boring uh, funnel cake booth, and you got a mini funnel cake topped with lemon cheesecake, ice cream, blueberries, and powdered sugar. Kid approved. Fifty because ice cream. Yeah. I'm passing that one. I would never. Yeah, well, you know, if you're not going to get the funnel cake, maybe you could hit up uh, Block and Hans. For some beverages, they have the Arendelle Aqua Lemonade. Why would the fuck we didn't you just have a, a booth in Norway? Yeah. But the Arendelle Aqua Lemonade, which is frozen lemonade with Monin cotton candy, non-alcoholic. The Redstone Meadery Blackberry, Black Raspberry Nectar. I'm sorry. Again, mead, I'm in. Um, Arendelle Aqua Lemonade for grown-ups, which is the frozen lemonade with the cotton candy and Old Smoky Blackberry Moonshine. I would definitely do the raspberry mead. I would as well. I don't really need the blackberry moonshine. As you're walking around, you know, Cool Wash has sodas. Refreshment Outpost. Oh, no, this is you, Tim. Yeah. There's oh. something at the Refreshment Outpost. Oh, refreshment Outpost. That's over by, uh, it's technically supposed to be Africa. Right. Pineapple skewer with tagine seasoning, plant-based. That better be cheap. Yeah. This is just pineapples on like a stick. Two bucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, that work. Beverages, you have three dollars. Three dollars, man. I can't talk tonight, and I've only, I've not had much to drink. Three Daughters Raspberry Lemonade Dry Hard Cider. Uh, Shorts Brewing Company Starcut Ciders Mosa Hard Cider. Cider Boys, Banana Bliss Hard Cider, and a Cider Flight. Just ciders. Yeah, I'm, I'm passing that. I'm not big on ciders. Neither am I. And that wraps up the entire menu. That took longer than I thought it would. Yeah. A lot of offerings this year. Uh, yeah, there are. And, uh, you know, so, so some are good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as promised, Garden Rocks which is the musical entertainment that goes along with the Flower and Garden uh, Festival. It features nightly live music in the uh, American Garden Theater, which is located across from the American Pavilion of America. And acts perform there several times a night, so if you're making your way around Flower and Garden, hitting the booths, you'll definitely hear it at some point. Um, right now, there's still... Four bands that are to be determined, but here's kind of what's happening as as you get on. Uh, March 4th and 5th, you got Peebo Bryson. He's new to be attending Garden Rocks. R&B. I think I recognize one of his songs from the 80s. Well, he uh, did, didn't he do the Beauty and the Beast theme song? I don't know. When I Googled him, that's not the one that popped up, but he could have. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a Peebo. If he did, why is he new this year? I mean, shit. Yeah. He did Beauty and the Beast, and then he did uh, Whole New World. I will be damned. Damn, maybe he was just too busy to come to Garden Rocks, and this year yeah. Disney was able to score him. Yeah, now Maybe now that he's, he's a has-been, so Disney could pick him up. Oh, you never yeah. a has-been when you've done Whole New World, man. Uh, speaking of has-beens, though, you have the orchestra starring former members of ELO. 
<laughs> That's that that would that would be like James Hetfield starting a Metallica cover band. <laughs> um, hey, guess who's going to be there? Guess who? No, you guess who? Guess who? Uh, first base. <laughs> the guess who's going to be there March tenth to twelfth? Most of these acts are usually like two or three days. Uh, Simple Plan, 13th and 16th, if you can't get enough of that uh, early 2000s pop punk MTV. They don't really fit this list, but okay. Yeah. Uh Starship featuring Mickey Thomas is going to be coming on March 17th. You know uh, someone's going to be watching that every night. Yep. Sorry, David. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mark Willis is new there this year. That says Wills. Fair enough. I got Willis on mine. I'm I'm on the actual Disney World website. Mark Willis. Okay, well, whatever then. Either way, he's there. I don't know why he did. Probably saying something. Uh, You got the Spinners. Sister Hazel. I remember them. The Pointer Sisters. My mom danced to that. Steve Aguirre, which is not Christina Aguilera. Um, he used to sing for Journey, so I wonder if they're going to be just doing Journey music. Probably. It's okay. You can't listen. You know what? You know what the final song is going to be. He's going to walk off stage. Everybody's going to want to hear it. Then he's going to come out, and it's going to be "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah. Uh, Blood, sweat, and tears. Expose. Berlin. A flock of seagulls. Wow. I wonder if they still have their hairdos. I mean, wow. I hair pieces at this point. I think. <laughs> Probably. Um, Atlantic Star with two R's. And here's a gimme, Tony Orlando, because, I mean, Orlando. And uh, didn't Dawn pass away? I don't know what a Dawn is. Tony Orlando and Dawn? You know, they, no. he was a duo back in the day. No. Captain and Tennille were a duo. So was Tony Orlando and Dawn. I don't know anything about Tony Orlando. Now, here, the next one here, and this is nowhere in the middle of April here. High Valley. A new act. I actually checked them out, and I got to say, I dig it. It's like a Mumford and Sons from Tennessee, hmm. from like Nashville. They've kind of got this down-home kind of country sound on the vocals, but the music is that Mumford and Sonsy sound. You know, a lot of a lot of mandolin and clapping in the background, and some background ooh ah hey ah kind of thing happening. And but it, it, I, I like it. It really works. Uh, Rick Springfield's coming. Chris Cross, but it's Christopher Cross, will be there. The Plain White Tees. Yeah, they're there every year. They're there, yeah, they, yeah they, they are. Which They're like funny, the Hanson I mean, of the 20 aughts. Well, no, I mean, well, yeah, kind of. Simple Plan is almost there. They, they kind of had this weird emo pop punk thing, like I said. And they're early on in, in the series. They, they don't really fit so much as the plain white tees uh don felder who was in the eagles maybe he just sings eagle songs i don't know because i don't think he had much of a solo career uh don mclean's gonna sing that one song all night long yep about his chevy at the levee casting crowns for some worship music you have ambrosia with peter beckett elma uh houston um no kin to whitney i checked the almond betts band I guess one of the brothers died, so... I think two of, them, two of the brothers dead. I don't know. I can't keep up. I think that's their kids. I think it's... Uh, their kids are in that band. Oh. Air Supply, May 12th. I do like me some Air Supply. 
We we heard them uh, last year. Yes. At Food and Wine. Yeah. Uh, like Herman's Hermits. Again, the far side of the FM dial. Okay, now this next one, May 19th. You guys, if you're in Epcot from May 19th to the 21st, you definitely want to be there for Mike Del Guidici and Big Shot, or Del Guidice. I don't know. He's Italian. It's a Billy Joel cover band, but he's actually played with Billy Joel, and most of the members in this band in Big Shot yep, have played with Billy Joel. Have played with Billy Joel, or they're a part of the Moving Up, Moving Out uh, Broadway show. Yeah cast members from that so uh i've listened to some of his stuff he, he sounds just like billy joel doesn't look anything like him hmm. but it's gonna be that's gonna be a good show uh claudia Letiti. she's brazilian so uh, guys send your wives somewhere else go check that out uh daughtry's there reminding everybody he won american idol the marshall tucker band is going to be there toward the end of the uh End of the month of May, 26th to 28th. Crowder for more worship music, May 29th and the 30th. Well, that's a, that's appropriate because isn't that Memorial Day weekend? And, you know, that's when Epcot is more Crowder. Ah. <laughs> ah. Little die joke. It is. And Survivor, May 31st and June 1st. Closing it out with uh, a little Eye of the Tiger. Well, that is your, your lineup there on Garden Rocks. Uh, I, I really, I really got to know, Tim, is... D- anybody on this set list sound like someone you'd want to go sit down and watch? Uh, I would do I would do Air Supply. If I'm all out of love so I, I do love Berlin but they only have one song that I know of. Yeah. yeah you want to go see a band that you, you at least know two or three of the songs they're going to play so you have anticipation to hear Yeah. If you just if they just have the one song and they play it, you're just like. Eh, if I'm if uh, Don Felder does some you know Eagles covers, I'd go see him. I go see Survivor. I mean, they I know they have a couple other hits besides Eye the Tiger. Now you got to figure Peebo Bryson leading this thing off. He's probably going to do his Disney songs. Oh yeah, and he's probably he's probably going to get some uh, no name to sing to the sing other the, yeah, the side of a whole new world. Yeah, I could I could get behind that. I would, I, like I said, I, I would probably, I would probably watch uh, "Sit Through Simple Plan" because that was like my genre of music back in the early 2000s and late 90s, and uh, I would 100% do High Valley and the uh, the Big Shot, the Billy Joel band, because there's a lot of a lot of energy in that music. I love it. Yeah, there's a couple of them that I would I would do. All right, so uh, backtracking real quick on the food. Um, so comparing the menu for this year's Flower and Garden to, let's just say, last year's Food and Wine. Well, the, see, the problem with Food and Wine that I that I find, and it's just maybe my own opinion, their menus haven't changed in a long while. With the exception so, of that fake meat shit they added. Yeah. But other than that, and, and the stuff like the um, fire booth and all the, the food, uh, food Network booths that they have in... In the bridge between Future World and World Showcase. All the other booths really pretty much have stayed stagnant, stayed the same for a while. So it gets kind of boring, especially we go during that time every year. So it gets kind of monotonous and repetitive to, to just go back and have the same. I mean, there are some dishes where I actually have to have it every time we go. But I, I like a little bit of variety. I like, like it to change it up a little. 
than what they have been in the past. I think if Flower and Garden starts becoming more popular and they seem to be changing up their menus a little bit more, I think we'll see that Fruit and Wine is going to have to spice things up and change the menus over a little bit. Do you think that um, the freshness of Flower and Garden is what makes it more appealing to you? Just maybe because a lot of these ingredients are in season right then and they can do more with it? Uh, I don't think so because they do they do similar things that with Fruit and Wine. You know, a lot of the food and wine offerings are food that's in season for for that time. I just think uh, maybe it's because we don't go to Flower and Garden as often as we go to food and wine. Uh, maybe it's like I said, maybe the fruit is just since they're brighter flavors and brighter notes because it's you know spring yeah. and summer based foods. Could be that. I don't know. It's just I I just think food and wine to me has gotten stale. Maybe it's also, too, there's more to do and more things going on for Flower and Garden with the topiaries and the Butterfly Garden. And, you know, they have the whole, well, I don't know where they're going to put it this year, but inside the Festival Center, they had all the cooking utensils and, and garden stuff. And, well, they also had the two little booths over when you first walk in the World Showcase with the, all the garden stuff. But it seems like they're just doing a lot more with Flower and Garden now. Well, I was going to say... The way you just described it there, it actually sounds like more of a festival than what food and wine. I mean, food and wine is just a an outdoor eatery at this point. It, it's yeah. a lot less festival type type atmosphere. Yeah, from from the pictures that I've seen coming through the sheeters that were there for I farts, it, it see that seems to be growing and it's into its own and becoming more of a festival than food and wine is. IFARTS is the International Festival of the Arts. Yes. For those that don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have never heard it called that, so I had to do the math real quick in my head while you were talking. Okay, well, on this, everything we read, because we read for an hour and 15 minutes, is is there any one item that just you you, you would 100% have to have, food-wise? I I get it every year. We we go for... uh, Flower and Garden, that's the cheese tart from France. Well, I mean, what, okay, was there anything newish that you haven't had that you would try? A couple of the uh, Mexican dishes were new. I, 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 would, I think that, that Mexican... Yeah, that, that Mexican menu sounds really good. Fiesta menu all the way up and down was just pretty yeah. solid as far as I was concerned. I would, I, I'd kill that thing and then probably sit on a toilet. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to have to. Immediately. Good, good thing it's all uh, to go. I'll just carry it with yeah. me right to the co-mode. Oh, better than the bathroom burger. Uh, the baño, Tim. The baño. And that's everything I know about Spanish, folks. <sighs> start tearing the booths down. <laughs> yeah, we'll start tearing the booths down. Uh, the recording booths tonight. We'll start wrapping this thing up. F- uh, Flower and Garden. I uh, have not been. Maybe one of these years I'll get a chance to go down there in a time that's not the waning months of uh, summer and uh, and get a chance to experience it uh, uh, also but if you've been to uh, flower and garden festival uh, drop us a line let us know um, you know what what your favorite food or drink is or favorite uh, booth or activity in in the festival whether it's checking out the the butterfly gardens or just doing some of the cool kid caught stuff uh, or just watching your little 
Rugrat run around the, the play area. You know, let's let us know. Drop us a line at uh, three sheets to the mouse number three sheets to the mouse at gmail.com or join us over the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash three sheets. We wanna we wanna hear from you. You can also follow us when we occasionally post on Instagram at three sheets podcast, on Twitter at three sheets podcast. Yeah. I will fill Adam's shoes and say congratulations to all of the uh, three sheets to finish line runners that just uh, participated in the princess half marathon festivities down there in Disney this this past weekend or yeah it was a uh, fun keeping keeping up with you all via the trackers that Disney offers and you know we live streamed it on the page that way anybody could just pop over there and check it out way to go way to go runners um, whether whether you finished or not you you got out there and you gave it you gave it hell and i uh i i applaud you for that yeah it's more than what most people do it's more than i did of course i had my kids here so i couldn't go yeah, otherwise I, I parked my ass on the couch all weekend so yeah 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 <sighs> now you need a new couch because it's got a low spot <laughs> well it is a new couch <laughs> oh well shit you're breaking it in then breaking it in yeah, weather was just too shitty to do anything else. They said it was supposed to be nice this weekend, and it didn't end up to be nice. Well, it was shitty running weather from what I understand oh, in yeah. Florida. So yeah. it's cold. Uh, everybody get home, get warm, nurse your uh, new pneumonia, flumonia, whatever the hell you got down there while you were running. But damn it, love all you runners. Uh, coming up, I don't have dates or details, so whatever. Check the Facebook events page, but I know there's, there's shit happening. We got the sh- secret... Sheet up yep, coming and, up and in before. August, and then yeah, BFF in November. I do want to encourage everybody if you haven't uh, found it via the events page, look for the um, BFF uh, fishing. Oh yeah, event page. And if you're interested in part- participating in any of the guided fishing trips that we're going to have, we want to get several boats out on the water full of sheeters. So check that out and get your name thrown in the hat over there so you can. Uh, you know, kind of be a part of that with the rest of us. We had a hoot last year. We're going to have a bigger hoot this year. That's about all I got. Oh, no, one more thing. What life got taken down because Salt Life's a bunch of dicks. Tim, close remarks. Why am I not surprised that Salt Life's a bunch of dicks? Uh, I, know, I know we have a bunch of people going down for Star Wars weekend. It won't be an official because I don't think any of us are going down. But, you know, get together with your fellow cheaters and hang out before the races or after the races or run together. But I know there's a bunch of you going down. But we're looking forward to the next couple of months coming up where more things will be listed for shh, maybe, and We sound like we have a speech condition when we do these things. We do. We had Bisba last year. B-S-B, Bisba. Bisba? Yeah, but, yeah. And shh. We only... Three three letters is our is our max. Our max. Yeah. We have BSBSHH and BFF. Yep. And if if you don't know what those mean, then you need to join the Facebook group. Yep. There's people, some people asking today, and we pointed them to the events page for the group. So look it up, see if you guys were interested, and uh, if you wanted to join this special event for Buffafa, contact Sydney and uh, pay your dollars and join us for some fun. Sydney Bark, she's one of our admins, and she's head. Heading up the uh, private 
uh, fireworks viewing at the island in Italy with a free open bar and past hors d'oeuvres. So yeah. you got to get in there and get your spot reserved. I mean, not free it's open bar. It's included. For it, but it's open bar. Yeah, it's included, but it's open bar. Finger food is So, uh, yeah. Get my notes back up or I'll fuck this And up. it is, we're theming it to the Roaring Twenties. You don't have to dress up, but it is encouraged. You'll look like you're out of place if you don't. Yeah. If only one of us dresses up, then that some bitch will be out of place. But trust me, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of if dapper. You, yeah, if you've been looking, the, if folks. you went to Pispa and went to prom last year, you know people are going to go and give it their all. I mean, I would probably show up like 1920s Arkansas, so I would have like uh, overalls, straw hat, <laughs> straw hat, corn cob pipe, <laughs> a gingham no shirt, shoes, no shoes. Yeah, <laughs> and, a, and a banjo. It's it's all relative, man. No, it'd <laughs> yeah. be a cigar box guitar. Maybe a banjo. I was trying to figure out how I can uh, carry a violin case with me. Yeah, pretend like it's a Tommy I mean, gun you... inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I could because you know I could just gonna open it, but that would look kind of weird carrying a violin. Can't case. put the Tommy gun no, inside. You couldn't put the Tommy. That might get you in trouble. All right. Good show, Tim. And as we end the show tonight, I want to thank everyone for listening and following along as we adult around Disney. And uh, remember, this isn't goodbye, Sheeters. This is a see you real soon. So good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. And thank you. 